Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does. Right, man. We are hard at it again. Back in the studio. Another episode. Eric. You know, we have all we always have awesome guests and we but sometimes it's nice it's just you and me sometimes. Right? It is. People like to hear a little bit of the original cut. The 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 OG of the show. That's what I like to call it the original flavor. Yeah, man. I mean but not to take away from all of our fantastic guests that we've had, you can always go back to other episodes and check these these awesome interviews out. And uh, we've had magnificent ones. We're going to have better, good ones in the future. Great ones. But, we have great ones coming up. We've got a lot on the docket. Uh, we love all the feedback. I'm getting a lot of feedback yes. on, from a lot of our listeners on, on uh, some of the episodes they enjoy some other things that they want to they hear us explore and even have some of our guests back we love our our regular uh you know certified therapist josh silito who's Mm -hmm. coming on once a month and really like every time we do an episode with josh i walk away going right man i felt like i just did a deep mental dive dude i feel like so enlightened like i'm gonna go and like cure stuff (laughs) i don't know man i feel fantastic when he comes in but you know what you know who else we love is you know right now one of our main sponsors who helps us with our studio and all that stuff is good old rooftop realty man I don't think we plug them enough we don't you know we probably should we appreciate them and we you know uh, I've since, put a lot into that company yeah I know you have <laughs> but uh, and, and they they put a lot into this podcast we've helped out we've grown from uh, a kitchen to a very nice studio we're slowly getting some more gear in here and we're getting better and better to equip for better better uh interviews with fantastic guests that are coming so we appreciate rooftop realty and when you're uh when you're in the need the need for a home rental you i mean tell them eric you do it all don't you yeah we do it all we just uh we're having a it's still a tremendous market out there that's the number one question we get are people buying and selling interest rates are below three percent we've got uh so so is this a buyer's or seller's market both it's it's a win-win for everybody if you can buy right now Mm -hmm. it's great if is the key word is there a lot of people that are struggling trying to get that together? Well, no, it's not just the down payment. They're also struggling with you got a verified job. You know, if you got a job that, you know, verified income, guess what? You 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 got some keys to drive. The problem being is Wait a minute, that's a problem to verify a job? Like I don't know if I would be shopping for a house if I didn't have a job. I think I would try to settle that so problem first before well <laughs> there's unemployed there's laid off furloughed and then employed wow. and and so a lot of times if you're furloughed yeah. you technically still have a job and you're making some money but the banks do will not give you a loan based on your furlough income interesting so are you getting a lot of those kind of people that are looking for homes that are in that kind of position, like a furloughed, laid off, something like that? 
I'm more in the category of the people with the verified employment. Okay. <laughs> that's where, I mean, that's where I would be. If I was in that situation, I'm, I'm just speaking for myself. But if I'm in that situation, I, I think I would secure a steady income <laughs> before starting to shop for a house. But that's just me. Well, a lot I of people know. were in the process of shopping for a home. Oh, and then when this whole problem hit. And when the COVID hit, it, it hit bad. And then people were like, well, the, and they thought the pl- prices were going to plummet. Prices didn't plummet. Interest rates plummeted. They were low to begin with, but they plummeted even further. And the thing is, is you have you have low supply that matches low demand. So you don't really have an imbalance of homes. What you have is homes that are, you know, if homes are sitting, either A, the seller wants what the seller wants and is not willing to compromise, or B, a home just does not have the amenities or the upgrades that the the market demands right now. And so, plus you have a lot of different loan guidelines. The guidelines for loans are changing every day from like how much you need to put down, you know, uh, where your income is coming from. All those things are structuring for different variables, and people are scrambling every day. It's it's literally scorching outside. Oh, it's so hot. And well, not just outside. It was, it was a metaphor for the loan guidelines are scorching people literally yeah. every day. And so, uh, you know, you talk about rentals. We do property management. We we've I think we've added like seventy three units in the last uh, forty five days. Nice. We also do HOA management. We've added uh, three accounts in the last three months. And so we have a lot of momentum right now. And people are are, are, are choosing, uh, you know, a provider that, A, will go over and above. And they understand the quality. And they understand that, uh, you know, there's a lot of value, not only in relationships, but in knowledge and uh, opportunity. So... Well, and I know that's what you and your realtors have is that that knowledge, that willing to help. So if you need anything for a, a home, give Eric a call, man. We're here for you. Yeah, you, you, you cannot just hear his pretty voice. You can see his pretty face. Oh, he'll that's come so sweet. on out. He'll come out, sell your home. Make you laugh. Yes, he'll, he'll definitely make you laugh. We'll we were uh, helping you with sarcasm, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you know, we'll help you load up the boxes. Whether you're leaving or, or coming, we'll help you unload and load. And, uh, you know, we were helping a family move this week, and it was 112. Oh, dude. Got my son out there to make a little extra side cash. Nice. Dude, he was, he was blasted. Dude, kids need that, man. Get them outside. Yeah, it's it, it's hard when it's hot. The other morning, I I woke up, I got up at four to go jogging, and uh, it was still a hundred like degrees, hundred and two or hundred and three. Man, and I was like, but I pushed through it. It was hot. It was so hot. I, yeah, I saw you. I saw you jogging from uh, from the corner to the Seven Eleven. That was oh, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. Slurpee, please. Yeah, it was on the eleventh, man. I had to go get that Slurpee, Slurpee. that free Slurpee, man. That's where it's at. So, what have you been doing over the weekends? Uh, we've been we got a deck put in. Did you finish it? One one piece of it. Now my wife saw now how this one is that yeah. she wants the other one, which was built out of uh, two different colors. She's like, mm, we need to tighten this up, right? So, um. 
we just uh, we had a good time. We went whitewater rafting on the Severe River. That was a blast. With yeah, was another family. We, uh, uh, you know, kids were able to do a lot of ATV and get nice. some cool weather and and uh, get some you know get get some dust on. So that was fun. What about you guys? We've been going to some family reunions uh, the last couple weekends. So my wife went. Uh, I had to work over the 4th, but she went up to the Bundy family reunion, which is a real big, if anyone knows the Bundys, they were really yeah. heavy in the news yeah. a while ago, you know, um, out of Mesquite and stuff. And they have a huge family reunion with like pushing not, over 900 people. I thought uh, I heard a bumper sticker that said, I'm a Bundy or I support Bundy <laughs> was just, she was just being sarcastic. She's definitely being sarcastic. Anyway, no, but uh, she well, she does support them. It's family. But anyway, she uh, she drove uh, the van up there with all the camping gear with some of the kids. I had to uh, obviously be at work, and then uh, oh, that sounds it's way horrible. it's way up on this mountain called Mount Trumbull. I've never been there. I I have not gone to this reunion, so I'm I'm speaking secondhand here. Third person, actually. It's like a three hour dirt road from. I think she drove out of Colorado City. Wow. Headed straight up into the mountain. I think you could get out of there from St. George, but whatever. Three hours on this dirt road. When the van came back, uh, I I didn't have work that Monday after that week. And the van came back. I spent all day. Dude, there was sand. and It's that, that silt. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was everywhere. Everywhere in that van. It was crazy. But she had a great time. She said it was good. Last weekend, we had another family reunion. Her family does a lot does a lot together and that's I, cool i got a kind of a a cool story i'm going to say it as respectfully as i can my my father-in-law has advanced alzheimer's so he's he's starting to you know lose his memory and, yeah. and lose his stuff it's heartbreaking in itself but at the same time uh my wife and i have have done a lot with them and other siblings have worked a, a lot with their parents but we want to spend that time with them anyways uh there's also some comedy moments that come with the Alzheimer's. And uh, so we were at this family reunion over the weekend. Hey, just for our, our listeners, he meant to say Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's? Yeah, you're like all-star. All-star. Alzheimer's. Anyways. Alzheimer's uh, with a Z. They, uh, we were having a lunch, and uh, everyone was there. It wasn't too many people. What kind of food was it? Uh, it was just a lunch, uh, like a potluck type thing. There was all kinds of food. No everywhere. smoked meat or anything? No. I'm sure, yeah, there was some meat there. Was, man, I don't know. There was all kinds of food. I've been trying to stay on keto, dude, so I try not to look at some of the all the other goodies. Love oh, it. It and you almost look it, too. So, anyways, they asked uh, Shelly's dad. He was the oldest member of the family there, and they asked him to say the prayer, <sighs> right? So he gives that that look. And some of the family members, I do have to admit, some of the extended family members don't know the severity of his condition at the moment. So they just didn't know. So they asked him to say the prayer. And he, and he starts the prayer, and he's, he says, I'm so grateful to be here on Easter Sunday. You know, <laughs> and started talking about Easter. And I was having my own, like, National Lampoon's Christmas yeah. moment, you know. And I, and I say that it's funny it also breaks the heart at the same time, you know, it kind of, this disease that we've learned from, from him is it's a nasty disease. It, it, it really, it, it pulls on the heartstrings a lot, mainly because this is someone that you love, 
this is you know someone a close member of the family and then when they does he recognize Shelly still no he does but his his personality slowly has changed and he's well, my wife has even said he's he's not the father that I that I had he he looks like him he's there right but personality wise he's he's just he's really lost yeah well, and, my- and so so it's heartbreaking but at the same time you still got to have that a little bit of comedy in there at the same time but we had a wonderful time to spend a wonderful time this weekend with him it was it was well, a lot of fun and part of that the reason i was leading to that was uh when my aunt had alzheimer's uh my cousin was like hey you know you know and i would we weren't close but we were pretty close like there was something yeah. like we had a bond you know i was it you know never hurts to be one of the favorites <laughs> and and he's like Eric, even you, she, he, she doesn't recognize you. And, and before she that passed, hurts. yeah, it was, it was like you, we would go in, we would see her and niceties and everything, but, uh, she wouldn't ask who we were and, uh, she wouldn't know who we were anyways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that was, that, that it was, it was kind of heartbreaking and, and I think with that disease, I think it's us that struggle the hardest with it because oh, yeah. it's so illogical. It's uh, it's heart, like you said, it's heartbreaking. Uh, I, you know, as long as you can find some joy in the journey, anything, you know, you're you're just trying to you know make make a little bit, uh, you know, make a little funny out of out of out of things that could be, uh, you know they're going to hurt no matter what. Yeah. So, you know what? It's almost like he's reverting back to childhood behavior. It's almost like having a kid in the car. Like the, they rode with us. Uh, their license had been taken away. They don't have a vehicle anymore. So, so we drove him up to Utah and he read every sign, every sign that went by. <laughs> hey, Adam, look, gas is only $2 over there. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, look, pancakes for 99 cents. You know, like, like he, he He's reading every sign like a child would. Yeah. Every time we we cross a uh, a cattle guard, whoop, there's a cattle guard. <laughs> I find fun in it because I do enjoy spending time with him. Yeah. And, and I know that the the sun is setting yeah. on, on their life, and 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 it's heartbreaking. But at the same time, I'm taking all of these opportunities to spend it, and it's important for my wife. You know, she has put up with a you know she's worked hard at this, and yeah. she's. Uh, it is heartbreaking because it's, you know, it's such a loved one. But anyway, so that's what we did over the weekend. You know, we hung out with them and uh, tried to get out of the heat. It was hot up in the mountains, man. It was hot everywhere this weekend. It, it, it is. It's hot everywhere altogether. So so I got a question for you. They'll probably okay. end it on this conversation. So how often do you take your wife out on a date? Do you have uh, a set time? No, we don't have a set time. Uh, her husband is always coming and going. He's always got a bunch of projects, and he's always trying to stay busy. And uh, and, and some of it right now. A little sugar daddy that she has. Yeah, a little sugar daddy that she has. Uh, the other part about that is, you know, in the COVID times, it's it's weird. It's a it's a weird uh, atmosphere. So uh, last week, uh, we started coming up with some ideas of you know, what's on our dating bucket list. And, mm-hmm. and one of hers was for us to take a cooking class together. Nice. Well, yeah. There's not a lot of cooking classes. So I just Googled it. Uh, and I'm excited to have this guest come on actually. So we just blindly just, 
not a family. So did he directly. come to your house or you went to a, a, a kitchen? We went to his house. Okay. He has a big, and him and his wife, I mean, they're totally all in in this, and they do all these different, uh, it, it, you can pick what meals you want. And uh, it was talked a lot about, like, what he, you know, I got to know him. He said normally this is, like, groups of, like, four to eight to 12 that are learning how to make these meals. And mm-hmm. yeah, we got a private chef for the night, just Sarah and I. That's awesome. Yeah, it was phenomenal. What'd you cook? Uh Toscano soup, oh. uh, lobster, was and it shrimp. It was excellent. It was excellent. And and the way he it shows you how to mince things, how to prepare the food, and you know even like even sharpening knives, like a lot of little mini, It's like a little mini culinary course on on how to prepare some some great food and. And my wife was kids. She's like, yeah, Eric kind of really sucked me in. He had all these culinary skills. He, he made this great manicotti dish. And I haven't seen that manicotti dish since we, <laughs> <laughs> since, since we were dating. So it, it gave a, a chance for us to just uh, settle down. Everything was like COVID friendly. And, and uh, it was really awesome. And then, uh, you know. So you saying about maybe weekly? You try we, to we take try her to do out weekly. weekly, get yeah, we try know, to do weekly. leave the kids at home and go at least go do something. At least go, we even if it's just a drive somewhere, just to just to connect, just to, you know, go walk around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for a long time restaurants weren't open, so that that luxury was taken. So uh or sometimes, you know what, we still go out and sometimes we do take the kids on our date because it's COVID and we're like, well, we only got this much time. And so, you know, it's a, it's an interesting time in, you know, in dating. You know, with the COVID, uh, it, it helped us to start or at least start thinking outside the box, at least for my wife and I, we would try to do weekly date nights. It didn't always happen, but we tried. And, uh, I, it was always kind of the same thing. We get a bite to eat. Sometimes we slip in a movie. Sometimes we'll go do something else. But it was always the same thing. When COVID hit, we started had you know we really started thinking out of the box. Yeah, we started going places we never thought before. Uh, my wife wants to take a dance class. Well, my wife can dance. I cannot. She wants me to take a class with her so I can learn how to not look like an idiot out there. Nice. We've done that before. Have like, you? Well, it used to be salsa nights at the Gold Coast where the Pro Cowboys call home. I hear some of the <laughs> the former valets there are phenomenal dancers, really good looking. Like way formal, like yeah, 25 years ago like formal. 25 years ago. <laughs> and uh, and we've it, and even finding dance classes is for adults. I know a lot of the dance uh, studios were starting to do that i don't know if they're still doing that be, just be with the old kobe well they have some uh private lessons that my wife found and then even the city of henderson offers uh lessons at the park and rec i don't know if they're doing it now with all of this I stuff think that's going eight, on. isn't that for the, at the heritage senior center is that what you're talking about <laughs> i think i know what you're getting at but yeah maybe <laughs> whatever it takes all i'm saying is when my wife went to the bundy reunion that's something that they do a lot up there is they they have these dances and they do this country swing type stuff and she had a great time so uh she's she definitely has that bucket and i'm and i'm down i i really would like to learn how i really i have no idea how 
but anyway, so we're thinking outside the box, trying to. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, trying to do here. some stuff. We're trying to come up with, you know, like I said, we're we're trying to put together a bucket list of of dates. Like, hey, what are things that we would like to do, and then try to find a way to do it. And a lot of these things that we've done, especially over COVID, it didn't really cost us anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, we hit up maybe a Seven Eleven or something, got some ice cream, went to a park, and we would spend hours just talking and catching up. You know, when you have so many kids at home, there's a lot of times my wife and I are in the same home, but we don't say a word to each other. She's doing this. I'm doing this. I'm helping this kid. She's helping that kid. Dinner, clean up, all that. And the next thing you know, we're in bed, you know, and very few words are said. So it's nice to be able to just do something like that. So the reason I kind of brought this up, I wanted to ask you and something I wanted to tell our listeners how important that is, you know, uh, to recommit to your family, recommit to your marriage. And uh, actually, I would say the word is not commit, it's connect. Oh, connect. There we go. And my wife talks about that all the time on 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 connection, like when you're feeling it, when you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times when I'm meeting with clients or potential clients, I talk about, hey, this is what, you know, pre-COVID was going on. And we're, a lot of times we're talking finances and jobs. And a lot, I find a lot of people are saying, hey, COVID hit. I'm going to hit the reset button. I always wanted to do this. Now, how can I do that? Or, hey, we don't want to live here. We want to live there. Or, hey, we've got this going on. So how do we, you know, how can we manage that? And so I think in a lot of ways, too, is what we're talking about is couples are doing the same thing. And and we're all learning, hey, it's not about, you know, hey, if I had, you know, an extra $1,000 a, a, a week, I would take my wife out, you know. Yeah, you don't need that. You don't need that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a little bit of hitting that reset button, how did we end up connecting in the first place? And, and, and also too, we're, you know, you and I are in this, uh, we are in midlife, you know, and it's funny, my son plays a card game. And, and when we're talking about the card game, we're talking about, are you at the beginning of the game? You're at the mid game, you're at the end game. And typically you want to be in different places depending on the flow of that game. And I've really thought about that as a typification for life. Like, how are you preparing? Like, everyone, there's so many jokes about midlife crisis. And, and you know, I think I've mentioned on the show, 10 years ago, I had a friend who was a divorce attorney. He's like, hey, Eric, send me some referrals. And I'm like, why would I be sending you referrals? <laughs> and now it's like. That's the oddest request from a divorce attorney. Well, they're they're like, hey, keep my car close. And I was like. Mm, uh, I'll call you. Don't call me. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and now we're in midlife and man, it's, you know, relationships. And, and I think two people are just playing different cards. They're like, Hey, this is the hand I was dealt and I want to reshuffle. And, uh, and I, and I think that's, that's interesting. And, and, you know, you know, I know there's even more heartbreak. I know there's, you know, some joys. I know that, you know, people are still, you know, uh, we just had a friend actually talk about over the weekend. Um, my wife's best friend just got engaged. And so, and, and they're in midlife. And so just actually watching them go through the dating process has helped it kind of invigorate our, even our relationship. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, because they're tasting that young love. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, excitement. Yeah. That excitement, yeah. you know? And so, you know, I, I, when I think about them and I see their relationship, I'm like, Hey, I need to step up my game. 
I've got some, I got some young love in me still. Oh yeah. And so, and I think that's, you know, Hey, you know, don't, you know, don't take your spouse or girlfriend for, for granted. You know, I think that's, that's where the game gets stale is like, like you said, Oh, we're going dinner and a movie or we're going to go, you know, yeah. we're going to go spend our hundred dollars. We have to pay for a babysitter. Was it really worth it? Did we, and, and that's why, you know, I think the word is connect. And a lot of things we're talking about with Josh, you know, he was like, you know, it's not supposed to be about, you know, we need more connection. We need social connections more right now than we do social distancing. Well, you can pay for some cheap dates or pay for Josh Silito to, to <laughs> fix your marriage, one or the other, right? Yeah. But you, I like the word connect, man, because there's a lot of times, I won't lie, in, in our marriage, we're like I said, we're in the same house, but we're not connected. Yeah. She's doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. And, and we, we can feel that, that we're disconnected, you know, in our own relationship, even though we're not mad at each other or there's not a problem, we're just, life is pulling us apart and we have to be, you know, reconnect. So yeah. I, I like that. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. Well, and I have to give credit to my wife. That's my wife's word, not mine. That's so, awesome. uh, there's wisdom. Well, the one thing that uh, I can say, and I can probably speak for Eric since I do know his wife and he knows mine, but the one thing that's helped Eric and I is we definitely married up. We, I think I married much better than probably maybe I deserve or even for me, you know. So I, it, that helps me out a lot. Well, so like you know, we can kid, and people are laughing when they when you say that. But then they go, they think about it. They're like, "Oh yeah," they're like, most people are like, "Sarah, how, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> like what happened? What were you thinking when that yeah, happened? Like, yeah. and I go, yeah. I've Usually, been- Shelly gets a, are are you serious? Are you sure? <laughs> really? <laughs> Sarah usually gets a, oof, uh, good luck. You know, keep up the good work. Yeah, yeah. Better, better you than me is what the, most people say. A glutton for punishment. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, uh, we're doing good, man. Nice. Well, let's we're talk good. about your kids for a second. Like My kids. Yeah, I mean, everyone's up in arms right now. And some of the guests that we're going to have on, we're going to talk about the school year. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what's going to happen in a month. Nobody knows. Everyone's... You know, and I don't blame them. There's a whole lot of not information, a whole lot of misdirection going on right now. Well, in L.A., uh, they will not open the schools this fall, they announced. So in California, well, they said, well, the news said L.A. I don't know if that's all of California. I don't want to misspeak. L.A. County. Yeah, L.A. County, that they're not opening up the schools. You know, um, at the moment, the way that the, the school that my kids go to they are. They can go Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday. Wednesday is a, I guess, let's, let's cleaning, just, sanitation day. Let's just and call then that the, rest, the school district plan A for right now. It, well, it, my kids go to a charter school. Is the school district kind of doing the same thing? I think uh, they're all mirroring yeah, the same thing. I'm trying to loop you thing. in. Trying yeah. to loop you in. Yeah, I appreciate. But that. so there are differences. There's so private schools are going are going. Boom! Lights are on five days a week. Really. Charter schools and public schools are going to, let's that. call that plan A, which is, you know, I was just having a discussion with a neighbor and, and she works for the school district and she's like, plan A is a no go. She's like, so many teachers also have kids. Yeah. And then how are they supposed how to they, be in school Thank and, you. and their kids at home? 
or even any working parent, any working parent that has this. And then you honestly going to put kids at home. Yeah. You supply them with the laptop you supply them with everything that they need. I, come on, dude. If, if there's not a parent there, you're going to tell me a 10 year old kid's going to on his own. Maybe some kids, your kids probably would. I know my kids would be on Fortnite way quicker than Gigi or whatever they're going to be working on. Uh, well, so I was talking to a, a person at the school district and they're like, oh, we're so worried about the kids without internet and how they're going to survive. And I'm like, the internet? I'm like, dude, you can you can catch the internet. Like, you can you can bump internet anywhere <laughs> yeah. in town. I said, the problem There's is... There's a homeless guy on the corner that has Wi-Fi. Dude, hotspot <laughs> everywhere. I said, the problem is is uh, these teachers TA, otherwise known as the parent. Yeah. And I said, so they're supposed to get two days of instruction. I guarantee you, day one is, let's check your parents' homework. Oh, yeah, your yeah, parents yeah. suck. Yeah, right. And then day two is like new instruction. And then you got three days. So it's going to be a whole lot of nada. So I'm kind of frustrated by it. We're going to try to do what we can. Uh, we, he means my wife is, Shelley. yeah, my wife is a stay at home mom. So she, she can be there. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think outside, like with everyone else. Cause you know, uh, there are a lot of working parents out there that I don't know how this is going to work, but even as a stay at home mom, my wife is like, my, we're not teachers. Yeah, my wife's in the same boat. She's I, not a teacher she, either. She didn't go for go yeah. to school for teaching. And the hardest part is you've you know, trying to be a a, t, a TA or a teacher's assistant for eight teachers across many school you know, yeah. uh, you know, school levels is is it's gonna be super difficult. And then, you know, have, you know, then mix in, you know, if both spouses are working, now you've got an extra layer and you got kids sitting at home, you know. I don't know. I I think it's a mixture of disaster. Well, I, don't, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I think they need to just, just to roll with it and let's go, you know. And then, uh, you know, your your oldest daughter just graduated. Now think about the kids that are supposed to be graduating next year. I have another daughter graduating next year. I have, I have a kid back to back. So, you know, just think about, and then you have another son that's starting high school, right? Yeah, I have another one starting high school and then another one that will be a, a junior so you know and so for i think those, i got a kid in every grade you almost. have a sophomore <laughs> almost <laughs> i don't have a sophomore uh so yeah one of the episodes we're gonna we're trying to put together is is pre-k like for the kids all yeah. the special programs that'll be interesting and how COVID is affecting affecting those mechanisms because absolutely a lot of times those special programs are we're not talking academics we're talking about a personal progression that, you know, and, you know, and so if they're not getting personal progression, that might put them back a year or two. Absolutely. They can fall way behind and then they won't be graduating next year. Yeah. And so, so yeah. that's what I'm really worried. Those are some things I'm worried about. So for sure. And uh, so we'll try to get some. But other than that, here. the kids are all right, man. I, I, I think they're having a fun summer, you know. Ryder spends a lot of time at Cowbunga Bay. He's, yeah, he seems to be on the Lazy River a lot. Like when all one the time. Li- one, one lifeguard is there. It's getting a little... <laughs> getting about that time. Yeah, right, right. His little sandlot. Yeah. 
He's but, looking for windy peppercorn. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So we're doing good. You know, we're just surviving this heat, man, and just trying to stay cool and and uh, and and do it. But so, anyways, uh, yeah, and the I, show, man. We're, we're, I think what's up? I think too. We're gonna have. Uh, I think one of the things that Adam for our listeners real quick, we're wrapping up here is we're going to start having a little calendar of guests and that way people can look forward to some of our episodes and, uh, and some of the topics. And and one of the things too, is I'm getting a lot of feedback, Adam, I don't know about you is that the listeners are like, Hey, I really da 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 da. They want to interact with some of our guests a little bit more. And I think, you know, we're trying to build up the social media. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to Adam and I. We're pretty attentive. Yep. I, I, I actually have a question for the listeners. I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to try this. Let's okay. try this. So if you're a fan of the show and if you go to iTunes or anywhere you catch your podcast at and you go to Staying in Trouble, you notice that our, all of our shows are numbered. Our episodes are numbered. I always number them whatever number they are. And then with the the name of the person that we're, we're interviewing at that time. And then down in the description, I tried to put a description in there that introduces our guests in a way of whatever professional they are. Let's pick on Josh. He's our certified therapist and so on. And I give a little description of the show and so on. Maybe some links to you can get with Josh or get with us or whatever. I want to ask the listeners, and I want you guys to put your answers in the comments if on iTunes or DM us on Instagram, would you rather have a title to the show or would you rather just have a number? Something that I've been thinking about and I want the guests to, to that's a deep thought. I, I want them to tell me what do you, do you want me to come up with the title of the show? Like a fun little title or would you want me to just keep to the numbers is the numbers easier to track? I would say the title. You like the title? Oh, I love the title. So just put a, a fun title of whatever that show is. Yep. And also uh, another challenge. I want the listeners to tell me. Another, list, another listener challenge me. is uh, we, we do have the capability to do live, but I think that kind of defeats the podcast purpose because pe- most people listen when, they're, when they can listen. Mm-hmm. And so if our listeners would like to have some more live one of the, the joys of the live shows are the commentary where people yeah. can actually interact, interact with the yeah. guests. And so if that's something you might be interested in, um, you know, we'll, we'll get Josh back in here. We'll, we'll give Josh, you know, I, most of the listeners are, are starting to get accustomed with Josh and, and his wisdom. And I think that would be interesting to that have. It would be fun, like do a little question and answer type yeah. thing with him. I think he would like that too. And so, and then I, I got a couple listeners, one of them, my brother who, who wants to be, uh, you know, wants to interact with, uh, our last guest, Terrence and, yeah, and talk gaming. And, and I was at a client's house today and when we started talking about gaming and, uh, he popped right in and started, you know, everyone gaming is way prevalent right now during COVID. And so I think we'll probably have Terrence back in and, and uh, maybe give us a little gaming update, a little COVID gaming update, I guess. Yeah. No, so. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, right on, man. We appreciate everyone listening to the show. And uh, please, at any given time, go back and listen to our episodes. We have fantastic guests. And uh, listen to what they have to say. And we look forward to uh, working hard and planning better shows, man. All right. This is awesome. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you later.